<laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to a cool podcast where we creatively optimize our longevity. I'm your host, Harry Leon, along with your host, Tiana Leon. And your host, Mary. Let's go. And uh, it's a special night tonight, y'all. It's the 20th episode, the final episode of season wow. one. Uh, long awaited. Um, it's been some things going on here and there. You know, we were trying to get this last episode knocked out. Uh, but it's been a it's been a fun season, y'all. It's been a fun season, and uh, it's been very uh, challenging, but it's been very rewarding. And uh, you know, I think that the podcast has really served a great purpose. Uh, the platform has definitely um, done everything that it was intended to do when we created it. And um, I think that we've really started to reach a lot of people. We started to really get like our point across and really start to do some amazing things with the show. Um, I don't know what I could do without you guys, but you guys are really keep me grounded and you know keep me going and motivated to you know have great topics for the show and you know vice versa. You know, I know that you guys always like try to pick my brain and try to find out little things that we could make the show better. Um, it's been interesting, y'all. I mean, this is the final episode of season one, but it's definitely been fun. I'll say that. I didn't. I didn't get a chance. I talked to Buddha about this, but I didn't get a chance to tell you T, the episode that y'all did with uh, Lint. Was it Lint Dorado? That was a fucking like mind blowing episode. You know what I'm saying? Like that was my, that was my favorite episode. You know what I'm saying? Because I told Buddha, I'm like, because I wasn't on it, I had the like opportunity of like watching it and like just from like the audience perspective. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And not really watching myself, but just watching y'all. And I was just like, wow, like we've really got a platform that's really can really help people and really like touch people in a way where you know what I'm saying like people can really feel more comfortable about speaking out about like certain things and uh. I was just like, man, like, you know, I'm really excited for like just, you know, just the future of like what we what we're gonna continue to create. Um, and just, you know, a lot of people just reach reach out to, a lot of people, you know, you don't you don't really know until you until you like reach out and ask people, but a lot of people mm-hmm. like, you know, in the city be like, you know, I really like what you guys doing and I tune in regularly, but you know, like I would just say, Wow, you know, because you don't really know who's watching the show. It could be people from YouTube, people from Phoenix, people in Camden, people in Jersey, Philly, New York. Like we don't know. So when people tell me like, "Oh no, I, I look, I look forward to seeing a new episode," so it's pretty dope. You know, it's pretty dope. Yeah, I would say that was definitely one of my favorite episodes um, as well. Um, in my opinion, it just was like super authentic, um, and it shocked me because I guess like I went into it with an expectation that he would talk more about his career, but he really just like touched the surface of it, and we didn't really have to like ask too many questions. It was real conversational, like everything just flowed. Like, and it's so crazy because we was talking about I think something how Harry's quote ended up connecting to what everything Lindsay was saying, which was really cool. Um, but the message of the power of positivity, it just, um, I, I don't know, that just was one of my favorite topics. And I felt like he really covered the bases. 
um, of that topic for that show. Yeah, um, yeah it hit home, man. It definitely was one of those shows where it was like, uh, it felt groundbreaking. It felt like the platform was serving its purpose. Um, I really felt that way with uh, Chef Beans episode too. Um, I remember the Chef Beans episode being uh, something that also felt very authentic. Uh, it felt very organic. And uh, a lot of people were like just chiming in saying, hey, I like that guy. I really uh, like his message. Um, I ended up looking him up, searching him up and looking at some other stuff that he had on YouTube and really liking, you know, some of his stuff. So I've heard that several times that people like that Chef Beans episode. But all the episodes to me really had something different, you know, to bring to the table you know, something valuable to bring to the table that people be using in everyday life. And I, I feel like that's kind of like what the platform's purpose is supposed to be when we create it, you know, just not having nothing per se uh, as a specific genre where we would, you know, produce during the show, but, you know, just have something organic that will be informative and touch the surface of what we, we want. Now, nah, but back to what like uh, what because uh, I was talking about, it's still crazy how like, you know, like that I really kind of like sat on the idea of just like a core podcast that like, creatively optimizing our longevity for like a year and a half. You know what I'm saying? So like anybody out there like listening or like watching that don't ever like give up on an idea just because like at that at at the time it you know what I mean it might not be like uh maybe 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 this is not the right time for it or you know maybe I shouldn't do that but just just don't don't throw it away you know just sit on it and you know when a, when the right time arrives you know you could be really doing some special things but I don't know it's pretty cool just like 20 episodes <laughs> that's crazy like this was just like a like a conversation a couple of months ago and just to see like all the amazing like talent and just people that we've had on the podcast and just to be able to learn from so many people and just you know know that like we can we can make an impact through our voices and that you know like we we have a platform that you know can like help people and, and it's entertaining um you can learn from it and uh, you know, it just 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 to continue to just inspire. So I don't know. I feel like the Lince Dorado uh, episode was probably my favorite. Um, I'm trying to think of like some actual like favorite. I gotta look back and like actually look back at the episodes. I would say besides Lince Dorado, I mean, I obviously like I enjoy everybody. I feel like everybody has something to bring to the table. Um, but my probably next favorite was probably Jordan's just because she touched the topic mm. of uh, faith. And I thought that was pretty cool. Like, I don't know. It was another one where I just felt like it was super authentic. And like she had a, you know, like Jordan has like such a bubbly personality. Like mm. her energy is very inviting. So for me, I don't know. That was one of my favorite episodes. And. I don't know, she's she's really dope. Like I really enjoyed the episode, and I felt like it was a fun episode. You know, um, right. just hearing her story and you know how certain things changed her life. You know how she found mm -hmm. faith. Um, yeah, but that was 
I would say that was my second like favorite episode. Right. Shout out to Jordan because she was a really, she's really like uh, the eye and the creator of like a lot of the stuff that we've done creatively with like our logos and just like our graphics and stuff like that. Shout out to her and just, you know, the episode with her was really, we've had like some really down to earth people, man. And, you know, that's mm-hmm. that's been great, you know, just for people to see that, you know, like everybody's approachable. And that, you know, like we're all people at the end of the day. We all go through shit and, you know, we all persevere. So that yeah, was a great. The episode with your, uh, was that your uncle? Is that your uncle? Hmm? What that, uh, is that your cousin or your uncle? Oh. Oh my God. Huh? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. That's that yeah, my cousin. That that was probably he's like, one a, of he's like a cousin. He's like a cousin brother. He's a more cousin, like a uncle, brother. brother. He's more like he's more like a brother than a cousin. But. A brother, uncle. Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. That was really funny. Yeah, he 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 definitely keeps me on my toes and just keeps me going. That's what I said. We all need people like that around us, man. Who can like just not make us so like uh, just. Take us out of our shell, just you know, what I mean, be more relaxed a little bit. Sure. But uh, what's what y'all got going on, like for this 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 fall season, this fall winter season? What's some things y'all got cooking up? Um, what you um, I don't know yet. I've been kind of taking each day by day. Um, but I definitely want to do another pop up shop. I did one yesterday, actually. Um, it was my first how, one. How was it? It was a lot of fun. Um, it made me realize that, like, I feel like hard work really pays off um, because, like, I don't know. I went into I didn't go in it with the expectation. Like, I didn't care about, like, if I had any sales. Um, mm-hmm. I just wanted to, like, have fun and just get my name out there and, um, I had one lady come up to me and was like, yeah, um, I heard I heard your like your business name on the radio and I had to like come support you. And like, I don't know, like for me, it's just that like I had a lot of favorite moments yesterday, but I felt like that in particular really touched me because it's like, dang, like it's so crazy how the power of like somebody spreading the word or putting your name out there um, can just like bring people in. And like for me, like having my business for a little over a year, like Mm, a little over a year, I would say, almost a year and a half. Um, it just made me feel like I got to keep going, you know, and like don't give up um, because I feel like with entrepreneurship, you're going to have good moments. You're going to have bad moments. It's going to be hard. It's not easy. Um, but if you're really passionate about it, I feel like whatever you're passionate about, you should keep chasing your dreams. And um, I don't know. I love being able to touch people and even for our platform, like being able to touch people. I feel like nothing makes me more happy than being able to reach people and uh, finding some way to connect so that they can relate. Um, so either what you got going on or just feel inspired. Um, Cause I feel like inspiration is everything. What was uh for somebody who, if this might be their first time listening, what's some, what's some of the stuff that you were selling at the pop-up shop and like, what's some of your products that you sell on a, on a regular basis? Um, so for the pop-up in particular, I focus more on my lash business, um, and lip gloss. So, um, that's why I sell strictly lip gloss and lashes. 
um, and the lip gloss is actually my niece's line. So um, it was pretty cool because I feel like even for her, like she helped me come up with ideas. Like I let her do her thing and, um, you know, being able to like having sales for her lip gloss, I feel like that was inspiring for me because I felt like I did my job as a role model. Um, right. I know she looks up to me and it just makes me proud of her. Like she helped put this idea together and like is doing something like <laughs> right. the people like it. And I feel like lashes for me, like it's a representation of like beauty. It just, I don't know. It makes women feel like, I don't know, beautiful. I mean, you might be feeling down. You might be feeling sick. You might throw on some lashes and you like make your eyes pop. You might feel a little more awake or you just might feel like it adds to your look. Like, you know, right. I feel like that's inspiring. Like I just, I like I like making people feel happy and feel beautiful. So, um, yeah, it was fun. How was like the um, the people like how receptive was they to your product when they were at the pop up yesterday? Um, I feel like people were comfortable. Like I obviously I gave out a lot of business cards, um, but like. I felt like my setup was engaging. So like people came over to the table, they're like, okay, like look at that certain things. It's like, all right, like just like tell me about the lashes and like being able to explain, you know, explain my business, the purpose behind it and, you know, like how to like, like example for the lashes, like tell them like people how to care for the lashes. I felt like that made them more like, okay, well, you know, why well, I could wear it 25 times. Like, let me buy this because a lot of girls wear lashes every day, so to be able to wear something multiple times without having to like buy a new pack of lashes every time, um, I don't know. I felt like it it made the people like, all right, like let me buy this, let me support her. Yeah, that's awesome. I really feel like um, when you like understand what people like feel about your product, it gives you a better encouragement to you know figure out what you want to do to make your product the best as possibly can be, or even make it better. You know, you know, you just getting that reception from the people, you know, just finding out what they want, um, seeing their warm embrace when they see your product and stuff. Like that. That's definitely very important. Matt. Yeah. And I, I take all feedback. Like if somebody told me like, Hey, I don't like this. Like that would actually make me happy. Cause I'm like, all right, well maybe I don't need to, Maybe this lash might not be popular. Maybe some something else might be more like what the customer wants. So I I appreciate feedback. Just like whatever, whatever the people want is what I want. Right. Like I said, I want my goal is always to make people happy and just like communication, just being able to like sell your like sell yourself and just giving off good energy to people as long as you're communicating well and mm -hmm. like. I don't know, just be passionate and people can tell like if you're happy about like your product because anybody can sell something, but it takes the right kind of person to be able to, you know, like keep pushing, being able to be inviting, you know? Right. Yeah, I feel like I'm really anti anti-social. So like I've been really growing out of that over like I want to say like the past like year and a half. So and it's just been really like opening up a lot of doors for me. So you know, it's hard to break habits that you've been doing for 20 something years, <laughs> you know what I mean? That you've just been a certain way. So it's, it's difficult, but it's needed. And just identi identifying, the key is really identifying what your what your weaknesses are and then really turning that into your strength. So, you know, I mean, 
you're not really going to satisfy everybody in business. And that's, 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 and that's okay. Because that means, that just means that, you know, you'll gravitate people that's supposed to, that you're supposed to. Right. So, you know, I mean, sometimes you don't, you don't really necessarily, necessarily have to like do things to, to fit somebody's needs. You could just, you know, just keep doing with whatever you feel is right. Whatever you feel is good and the right thing, you know, never try out. You know what I mean? My thing is like, never let nobody, you know, if somebody tells me like, oh, I don't like your style of photography or I don't like your style of videography. That's fine. You know, there's other people out there who have different styles than me. Like my style is, is who I am. You know, like that's, that's, that it makes me the certain artist, you know what I'm saying? In my, in my respective field. So, you know, you can't please everybody. So. Do you feel like your artistic approach over the years or you're just your height artistic sense, like kind of like not stopped you from being like more vocal, but like, you know, since you do have this like heightened sense, like in like in my opinion, I think I mean I, I feel like your talent is superior when it comes down to photography. But do you think that that talent, like you know, that enabled talent, like really is your form of expression? So instead of talking or being very vocal, you always like always with somebody who like chose to use the camera to speak for you, opposed to using your voice to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Like I always just try to let like anybody who like knows me knows that I, I don't like to like brag about my work. You know what I mean? Like I just like to just I just like to let the art speak for itself. You know what I mean? Like I want the work to just speak for itself. So if you you know what I mean, if you're amazed by it, then, you know, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm humbled. I'm thankful. Um, but, you know, I mean, like I just never been that kind of person to just really yeah. brag about my work. I'm just right. it's just not who I am. And people tell me like, yo, you need to you need to be like you need to you know you need to own that, but you know, it's it's not who I am. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I know I, I know I'm great. I feel like I'm I'm great and uh you know I'm continuing to just uh evolve and just grow and get better every single day and just continue to be a student of my craft. So, you know, I mean you know, I mean, but I am starting to really speak out more about, you know what I mean, just my work. So, yeah. Uh, getting back to, um, you know, season one and the recap, <laughs> I've had some, you know, cool moments. I think the technical ends of the uh, season have been really cool because mm -hmm. we do this show live, uncut, raw. You know, I just had the baby, you know, making noises <laughs> in the beginning of the show and I had to, you know, chime out. But, it's just all in the fun nature of the show, man. It's just re really real. And I, I feel like I had to learn a lot about, you know, different dynamics of what the show means because we all have lives that we have to pursue when the show is over with, you know what I mean? But we incorporate as much as we can to make the show happen. And, you know, we know it's some weeks it can be challenging, you know, we can have mm -hmm. a busy week and we try to still get in the show to make sure that our viewers you know, get good content, you know, the people who are listening, get good content. And, you know, that sometimes that comes at a price. Like sometimes it, it comes at a, uh, the expense of, you know, us, you know, running back and forth from one side of the town to the other to make sure we get to where we need to be so that we can conduct the show on a weekly basis. 
And uh, I think that that was just the fun thing. That was the dynamic of what I had to learn um, during this first season to really incorporate um, a better me because I know that a lot of times, you know, me and my wife were trying to figure out, hey, um, you telling the people this and that, man, you need to be, you need to be live, you need to be raw, authentic, tell them the truth, you know, tell them how it really is. Okay. You know, I think that that really affected me a lot because um, instead of just trying to give people the perfect show, I think that it made me realize that with this comes, you know, just everyday uh, feelings, emotions, you know, everything that we get at people is what we have in our real life um, arena, you know? So right. I think that it was just a learning process and a learning curve for me to open myself up. And I know for y'all to open up yourselves to uh, the people and let them know some of your life experiences, some of the things that you go through on a daily basis to, you know, uh, let other people know that they're not alone in their journey. And uh, that's part of the challenges that that came with the first season. But I think that it made that show so much better knowing that this is real. Like when you hear a live background noise, that's a live background noise. <laughs> We're not editing anything. This is like real. Like this is like raw. This is like good content, man. This is for the people. Right. And I think I feel like season season two is just going to get better. You know what I mean? Like I've already like have like uh, just a handful of people already reach out to me just even during like the first season. Like, yo, I got to be on. I got to be on. I got to be on. But it's just the time. You know what I'm saying? It's just the timing. And just uh, I'm just like, you know what? We're taking a little break for these couple of weeks, but we're going to be ready. And you know what I mean? We're going to have some amazing guests and we're just going to continue to just do what we do right you know what i'm saying um i asked tiana this but i wanted to ask you like uh what's some things uh what's some things you've been cooking up or like what's some things you you've been what's what's been going on with you over these past couple of weeks and like what's some things you got planned for just i guess like this fall winter season uh you know what i just been trying to figure out and zero in on how um I can completely become an entrepreneur at a certain point in time. Um, I feel like that's been my goal for a long time, but it's been slow steps and a slow process to get there. Some people think that, oh, you know, this, you can quit your job. Sometimes you can, God bless you. Sometimes you can quit your job and sometimes, you know, things are lined up for you so that you can become an entrepreneur right away. But I think that my goal and my plans are going to come more into fruition in the next couple months because you know I work I work really hard to kind of like come up with my own formats and come up with this different business ventures that will allow me to eventually become an entrepreneur completely and um, I just been cooking up with my writing man I've been really focusing on my writing um, that's been something that has been passionate for me for a long time so I just really been gearing up been writing more, uh, been trying to, you know, you know, dial into our business that we had together one. And uh, I just been immersed in just trying to become the individual who doesn't have to like clock in for someone. I want people clocking in for me <laughs> if right. that could be the case, you know, but I know it's a process. It doesn't take, 
it doesn't take uh, just uh, a thought. It takes action. Right. A lot of people don't know. You can think or come up with any goal and any plan, but you really got to like, put in the work. You really have to put in the action because the action is what allows you to succeed. The action is what allows you to see all of your dreams and all of the things that you really have and plan come into fruition. So, yeah, man, just the action. I'm going to put in a lot of work in these next couple months, man. And I know it's going to pay off. I'm, I'm not one person that knows that you'll see things right overnight. You know, mm-hmm. there's not instant success in America, in my opinion. There's people who do things that may come up with creative ideas that are successful, but it just takes a lot of work in the meantime. You know what I mean? There is so much work that has to be done for people to be actually successful. And you have to go through every bit of everything to get there. And mm-hmm. sometimes people just don't want the meat of that. They want to automatically become successful without going through those growing pains. Mm-hmm. For everybody who watches this show, uh, I just want you to understand you're not alone. Um, I think we told you that before in, in some of the previous episodes. And not only are you not alone, that's why we want to bring in different, you know, successful entrepreneurs and different caliber of businesses and different things so that when y'all do watch our show, y'all can say, oh, XYZ is a WWE wrestler or XYZ has a, a very successful restaurant. XYZ has this, XYZ has that. And then whatever your liking is, you can gravitate toward that, or you could just take that ounce of what that individual did to become successful and incorporate it for you so that you can take that with you after you watch our show. And I think that's what it's all about. This platform is really going to give people a lot of positivity. It's going to give them a lot of messages of just empowerment. Uh, Juan, one of the great things that I think you did um, during this summer, it's had a men's empowerment. Um, you know, you had a men's, men's empowerment conference where you had different men speak, um, family, peers, and uh, people of your past come together and talk about, you know, positivity and talk about what they do in their lives to, you know, you know, better themselves. And I think th- those words of encouragement are are huge for for the youth, you know, you, your nephews came to the conference, you know, you know, that was game for them to be there. They were briefed as well because they were really oh, nervous yeah. and it was on the spot. But right. I just said, man, just just be yourself, you know, just right. be from the heart. And uh, it was it was great because, um, you know, obviously it was the first time doing something like that. But just the people who did come, you know, it was just like, wow, you know what I'm saying? Like the people that do get it, get it. You know what I'm saying? Like the people that do understand, really understand the value and just like, just uplifting one another and just support supporting one another because that's how we grow. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how we grow. It's really strength in numbers. So, you know, you just gotta, people just gotta, you gotta just make people buy in to like, you and your brand and like what you're trying to do and what you're trying to build and like from the beginning of when we started this like you know like we want to build a community 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to build a community that's far beyond Camden. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to build a community around the, the country, around the world, where I'm connecting with people from all over. And you know what I mean? Like, I'm learning um, and I'm, I'm trying to we can we can cross it. We can get on that other side. You know what I'm saying? Like where we're the innovators, where we're the ones that are, uh, you know, um, in a position to really make change. So, you know, that's just really what it's all about. For sure. Um, at this time, we're going to go to our, our first ad. The episode is brought to you by PeerSpace. PeerSpace is a peer-to-peer marketplace for booking space for events, meetings, and productions. Launched in February of 2014, PeerSpace is a privately owned company operating in the San Francisco Bay Area, Los Angeles, New York, Chicago, Austin, Seattle, and Washington, D.C. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> right. <laughs> always having a moment of silence. What that? What that say on your shirt, Gus? Notorious. Oh, is that for? Oh, that's Biggie. Oh, okay, yeah. I was just. I was. That's crazy. I was listening to uh, "Ready to Die" uh, today and yesterday. Oh yeah. It's unbelievable. Biggie, Biggie, Biggie Smalls is the illest. <laughs> I was just like, and listening to like Life After Death, and I'm just like, yo, it's crazy that he he got killed so young and he has so much more like he had he has so much more oh, left talent. to give. Yeah, yeah, man, it's crazy. So much talent, so young, you know what I mean? And just be just to get taken away, man. It's it's crazy. You know, life is precious. Life yeah. is short, man. That's how that's how I feel about him and Tupac. Tupac my favorite, but I like Biggie too. This is my favorite yeah. sweatshirt. It's mad comfortable. It's actually men's. <laughs> if y'all want to know right. something about me, I love men's clothes. <laughs> I ain't no that's man, sad. but I love men's clothes. <laughs> Still a girly girl. I don't want to be, but I love men's clothes. They make y'all clothes more comfortable, in my opinion. Yeah, that sweatshirt look extra comfy on the real. <laughs> Hold on real quick. <sighs> Hold on, y'all. Yeah, man, I can't wait to hear some of them. Uh, I can't wait till you release that book, man. When oh, you get yeah, to that man. level, man, just gotta just keep taking your time, cause cause I know how yeah, much I'm work. I'm perfecting it, man. I'm gonna make sure that when I bring it out, man, it's gonna be something that people really know that it's it's real deal, man. Yeah, I wanted to like uh. Let people know October. I, we got a few things cooking up. Uh, October eighth, I'm having like a, I guess, I guess it's called like a pop up shop or something like that. It's really like a social gathering, but a pop up shop at Avenue Black and uh, Blackwood uh, Premium Outlets in Blackwood, New Jersey. So, you know, just come out and support the event. Like I said, it's just really gonna be like a social gathering. Um, just gonna have like merchandise there. Just a lot of people. A lot of creative people, talented people in the community of like South Jersey. So, and then my wife is having a, her own pop up shop the day after October the 9th, Saturday. Um, I, I, I got to get the location and more details about that. So, just got some things cooking up, man. Just come out and just, you know, stay, stay tuned and support. No doubt, no doubt. And um, all of our viewers, um, 
you got to go ahead and get you one of these Lion Champion shirts, man. These things is real comfy. Yes. They look good. Um, yes. I have that on the description box for y'all for to grab one of these Lion Champion shirts. These drawers is thorough, man. I really love this shirt. It just, yeah. it's just the, the glow of it, man. Everybody <laughs> like everybody likes that one a lot. Yeah, the glow yeah, they, of it is, yeah. <laughs> this is right. Did your pops get one? Uh, you know what? I don't know if he if he got one yet. Um, how did he get one? He didn't get one. Damn, your volume was on low. I just put you back up to. Um, okay. Can you say something? Yeah, your volume was on low. Can you hear me? Um, yeah, we hear you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, I guess the cool thing about this first season is just like the learning process for me. You know, it was just you know, streaming and, you know, bringing people to your, your doorstep and allowing people to know how you truly feel, man, that, that that's just a brave step. And for you, Juan, I mean, I know that had to been, like, very, like, out of your window and out of your box, but, like, how does it feel, like, just being on a podcast and, like, having, like, weekly and, you know, daily, you know, subscribers who, like, watch our content on a daily basis, like, do you feel liberated knowing that, you know, you just let your voice just fly out of there? You know what's crazy? Like, I have had my YouTube channel for probably, like, a couple of years now. But this, our channel has, I, we have more subscribers on this channel than my own channel. So, like, that's <laughs> even something, like, something as small as that. It's just like, wow, like, you know, like, we're doing something. But, like, I was telling Tiana, like, you know, just sitting on this idea for, like, a year and a half. Just because I knew that. You know what? Like, I need to re. I need to be more approachable. I need to like reach out to more people and just you know, just just to continue to learn from, you know, what I mean, other people, just successful people, and just listen and just take notes and just you know, just I need that inspiration. I need the I need the inspiration around me. So I feel like this was a perfect platform, and also just to just you know speak out more about just things like mental health and just like i said just supporting one another and like you know just spreading love spreading positivity so i just felt like this was the perfect platform for me to do that and then obviously doing it with my family you know what i'm saying people who you know i support who i look up to who i love it's just you know what i mean it just and then just us us uh reconnecting you know just y'all in phoenix and i'm in jersey but we're together you know exactly. what i'm saying so it just just man, just uh, just the whole the whole just this, and then just to go from that to just being twenty episodes in, I'm just man, I'm just thankful for. Real. I'm just really thankful, and I'm, I'm just humble. Yeah, humble. That's a perfect word because I don't know about you, one, but like this time last year, I never thought about doing a podcast. Just never, <laughs> it never really dawned on me to you know try to do something. Uh, for me. Uh, this free, this uh, willing, this just brave, you know, I just never thought about doing anything like this, but I felt like it was in my realm, you know, I always felt like I could connect to people, I always felt like, you know, I had good, encouraging words to tell to people, so when the platform became available, I was like, wow, we could really, like, do something with this, we could really make it cool. We mm -hmm. could definitely put our own twist on it. We could definitely 
you know, have our own flavor on it and definitely give people something different than what they already have. Because I feel like a lot of what people have right now is just like over-sexualized. It may be... Yo. Pop. It might be a little bit too daring, you know, just sometimes it goes above and beyond. And we know we have so many people that like indulging clickbait, but I feel like when you get our content, you definitely get in something that you could like wholesomely have. Like I talked to my dad about the shows. I asked my dad for a prayer before a show starts sometimes, you know, it's just certain things about this actual podcast that are different than what other people do. And I'm not saying that like we have any content that's like out of the ordinary, but I just feel like when you get in content from a cool podcast, you're really getting our acronym. You're really getting mm-hmm. creative information, you know, creative stuff that will optimize your longevity. You know, you're going to get the, the real wholesome material that's going to allow you to, you know, feel like you can go throughout your week and mm-hmm. just take some of that tidbit of what you found from that episode and incorporate it in your life. Right. Did you? Did y'all happen to see that goddamn uh, album cover from this motherfucker, uh, Little Nas X? Did y'all see that shit? Oh, Montero? I don't know if oh I Oh, my God, that. man. I seen him, like, like, pregnant or something. That's what I'm talking about. What um, the hell is... What the hell is... What, what's going on with that, man? You saw that, cuz? It's a different world. You know what, man, man no, this man. is a scary world, man. I... I'm telling you, well, that's shit. Just, like borderline weird. I mean, yeah, that's just. just some, <laughs> come on, man. I feel like that's just way over the line, man. Talking about being shit with toxic, man. That's, I don't know, man. This we didn't, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't been through a rough like past two years just with Corona and just, just. Uh, I mean, anybody listening, you might. Taking a break from social media is therapeutic. It's therapy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know we all use social media to, like, for to, to boost our platforms and stuff like that in our businesses. But sometimes you need to unplug. And, you know, like these past couple of weeks after my birthday, just not really being on there too much, just going on there, doing, doing what I need to do and getting off. I'm just like, yo, I just feel so much like just better. You know what I'm saying? Like mentally and just like not just being unplugged, man. Just feeling so like relieved, you know, just trying to encourage people to just try to do the same. Yeah. And it's important. It's really Mm -hmm. important to get that time to yourself. I know me personally, I mean, I was, I worked so many hours, you know, a lot of people don't know, man. I mean, I went from literally about two years ago being like dead broke, like, didn't have no money, didn't have nothing. I was about to lose my house, you know, and I'm, I'm not really a bragger or nothing like that, but you know, I, my house is very valuable. Um, I almost lost it. I almost lost everything that I had because, you know, I got in the funk of depression. I really got in a bad space where I wasn't able to really get myself out of. And I really didn't feel like I had anybody to talk to. Um, one of the few people that I probably could Leaning on was my sister. I think we got really, really close when I got in my depression. Um, I could speak to my dad. My dad was very helpful. 
Um, there was a few, I know it was family that really did, you know, help me during that time, but there really wasn't many friends that I thought were my, my so-called everyday friends that I could lean on. You know, they weren't, they weren't there for me in that capacity. And it would just, for me, it wasn't heartbreaking to know that I didn't have them, but it was just, it was hard for me to like compartmentalize the fact that the people who I thought were my go-to were not there for me when I needed them the most. And it had nothing to do with like finances. It just was words of encouragement. Just a little something to help me like get out of my funk, you know? And, you know, that was probably and definitely the most trying time of my life. Uh, just trying to get out of that funk of depression because it was not easy. It took a while before I really got to where I need to be at. And you did it. I did it. <laughs> you did it. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm looking at, you know, I'm looking at some really amazing things. You know, I mean, I'm not really one to brag. I'm not really one to boast. But I will tell you this, man, in the next five years, if I continue to do what I'm doing, you know, I'm going to be in the, in the really, really, really good position. So I just encourage anyone who has ever been through any form of depression or any funk or any mental capacity where they don't feel like they can get themselves out of to just really uh, find a passion, find something that allows you to break out and be free. I know why, man, like you gave me like one of the biggest inspirations in my life, man, by just telling me, hey, man, like let's create a platform and let's do something for the people. And I was like, damn, I'm 32 years old. Like, what am I going to start a platform now for? Like, a lot of people in our age bracket be like, yo, you're too old to start something on YouTube or you're too old to start this and that. I'm like, no, man, I'm not too old. I really feel like this is the more perfect time for me to do this because mm -hmm. now I've been through every emotion. I've been through every challenge. I've been through this. I've been through that. I'm the best person that can go ahead and give somebody some information and it'll be real and it'll be true. You know what I mean? So, you know, when you, you know, bring all these different ideas to me, I'm like, let's go with it. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm just so glad that we created this platform. Um, Tiana, I know you wasn't in like the first uh, one or two episodes, but like, I'm so glad that you're on the platform now. You know? Yes. When we get guests, like they say, hey, is that your sister? I'm like, yeah, that's my sis. And like, are you? And they ask us questions like how Lindsay asked. It's like, are we close? And you know, even you could directly give that answer. Say, you know, we aren't always super close because of our age gap. But like over the years, we just developed a really cool relationship where, you know, we can give game to people, and we can receive game from people because, you know, our experiences allowed us to get to this point. And for us to be like, you know, brother and sister, I feel like we're really growing really close. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I can call you on the humbug and be like, yo, sis, X, Y, Z. And it won't even be like, like, it won't even be like no financial or nothing or this or that and that. Like, it'd be like, yo, sis, like, what you doing? I'm like, who's that? Who's that guy? You know what I mean? Like, I'm asking you everyday questions as your brother, and, you know, it's just like, it's cool. Who the, who, who's that? Who the hell that guy? Who that? Who that motherfucker? 
but yeah, man, like just like our age gap, I think that over the years, like that has just like whittled down. Even like our relationships is really like all really, really close. And I think this platform even makes it even closer because like we engage with people on a professional level and pick their brains. And it just shows how close we are because all three of us like are obviously going really, really close in these last couple of months because we do our homework, we do our research. We take time out to find out about our guests. We take time to do some research about our topics of the week. And that takes time. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't happen like just like that. We really do our homework for our episodes. So um, yo, man, we really got something going good, y'all. Man. I love y'all for real. Love but uh and with that being said, uh what something do you what is something that you think season two could incorporate that would be cool? I'll start with you, Mom. <laughs> Why you throw me on the spot? <laughs> ahead, man, like, uh, all right, so hold on. What was the question again? Like, what is something for season two that you think that we can incorporate for the show that would be cool? Um, that's a good question. I don't know, man. Okay. I just uh, I don't know because I feel like everything that's already uh, everything that's we already incorporate is already built in. Right. You know, I feel like the a cool podcast is so diverse um that you know we we're really capable of like really doing anything really putting anybody on this platform and it just being a great show so i don't know i can't really give you a definitive answer on that uh tiana um let me ask you one question when you did the uh the me kodak episode were you nervous um yeah when i started the uh I would say not like once we started talking, but when we started the conversation, you was cool. Yeah, I like, was nervous. Um, in the beginning, you was nervous, but you smoothed yeah, it out. But it, yeah, like I smoothed out the nervousness, and it just was like a real conversation. It felt like girl talk. It felt authentic. Um, yeah. And I don't know. She had some funny moments. Um, and like I saw me, I still have her on social media. Like she's, super, I think she's a super dope person. And right, right. Um, I don't know. Like she just, she made me feel comfortable. Like I was more concerned about her feeling comfortable, and right. I didn't realize like that I would be nervous doing it. And to be doing a show by myself, that segment, I was like, I don't know. I feel like pressure, but mm-hmm. like it was perfect. Like I, I, I really loved that episode as well. Um, because I felt like, I don't know. Like I said, it felt like girl talk, and I feel like you need that. Um, yeah. we need like all areas of creativity um different type of audiences to reach um and yeah i would love to have a another girl talk in the future you know maybe someone else might have a story or you know something offered because there's so much we could talk about health stuff um you know woman empowerment and just anything like that was fun that was a fun episode but yes i was definitely nervous um that was probably i would say that was one of my toughest moments um just because, like I said, it was like pressure and pressure to like pressure for me to not be nervous and like be out of my comfort zone because like I don't know, like I'm good at having conversation with people, but I'm really like I can be bashful as well. So like having a one-on-one with someone that you don't know at all, like I've never met this girl, yeah. we didn't have prior conversation. Like I talked to her manager, um, 
beforehand. Um, so I'm like, damn, like, I don't know if this girl is going to be like nice or how she going to be. And she was like, she's super cool. She was super dope. So, um, yeah, yeah I'm definitely was grateful for that experience. Shout out to Mia Kodak. Yeah. I like the fact that like all of our guests is like, I love to see their come up as like they're doing their thing and they're in their careers. Um, I know Bank Wrights, um, who works for uh, the Baldwin Media Publication. She actually sat down with um, the cast of Raising Canaan, you know, um, for which Kyle. is oh, yeah. which is a fucking amazing show. Amazing, dope, like, amazing, really dope. So just seeing her, knowing her from like high school and like seeing some of the stuff that she's doing, like that was amazing to just see, you know, somebody who was a guest on our show and see them, you know, do something amazing. Like a couple weeks after they had got off our show, it was like, just to see some of the people that are on this show, man, it's like, it's amazing to see like the stuff that they're doing. I think that that's something that you guys as viewers and guests can definitely expect for season two. I mean, we definitely just want to set the bar even higher mm-hmm. for season two because I feel like some of the people that we want to have on this uh, this platform is really going to be eye opening and it's going to allow you guys to really like just you know take your imagination to the next level because I mean we really got some good content. I agree. I would say too, like I would say that one other thing, maybe in season two is like, I don't know if there's like a one particular topic that we find like super interesting. Just like cover it, um, even if it's like every other episode. Like I know we were trying to, me and you were trying to cover like the cake, the crate challenge, but like we had <laughs> obstacles and we couldn't cover that. But like that was like Dang. something like. I mean, it, it was something that everybody's into. Like, it don't matter what age you are. Yeah. Um, so, like, stuff like that. Because I think that's, like, fun. Yeah. Yeah, I saw people look I saw people look like they was getting ready to kill themselves doing that goddamn shit. <laughs> Ashley asked me, she was like, babe, would you do this for, like, a hundred thousand or a million dollars? I'm like, I really don't know. <laughs> because oh, people God. was looking, people was, when it was people was, crazy. it was looking crazy. For real. <laughs> I don't Bro. think it's worth like the hospital bill. Like I seen people being like bruised and stuff. Like some people, I'm like, damn. Like they probably definitely broke their neck or something. Something. I'm, like, right. I know their back is injured. Something. <laughs> like I'm like, why do everybody want to do this dangerous challenge? Well, them crates was never sturdy. If you think no. about it. And one person, school, I think they made. They, I think they sturdy. almost made their crates. Like I seen some that was like wasn't the crates everybody else was using mm-hmm. either, like some homemade looking crates. I'm like, oh y'all getting real creative with this. <laughs> they was they was creatively optimizing their longevity, but exactly. they was about to end their longevity. Right. <laughs> they wasn't <laughs> having no longevity. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that shit was crazy. Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna kick one of these last ads on before we end the show, y'all. This episode is brought to you by Anchor, podcasting made easy. Easily create your own podcast, then distribute to all major listening apps, all for free. Create and distribute your podcast for free with Anchor, a Spotify company. Record from anywhere, monetize your podcast, unlimited free hosting, one-click distribution.
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, before we end the show, uh, Juan, do you have a word of the week that you can enlighten people with? Do you have that word of the week? Um, I, I wanted to do something a little different. Like for this episode, I just wanted to ask y'all and like myself, just like uh, if you just wanted to just thank somebody, you know, like somebody special in your life, like who would it be and and why? Mm. You want to go first, Tim? In regards to the show, or just no, just in, in life, in, in in your life. Um. Yes, I I can think of somebody off the rip. I'm gonna say um my cousin, like. I feel like, um, like with him being out here, like it's been amazing for me. Um, you know, like life been kind of difficult, like for me right now, I haven't had a job since June. Um, so really I just been winging life and like God has been making it <laughs> so that like I've been pushing through and he has been making a way and I'm so grateful for that. But, um, he makes me laugh every day. Like we're like best friends, anything I can go to him about anything. Um, even if I'm having the slightest down moment, I know he gonna take me out of whatever I feel. Like if I'm having, if I'm feeling down, if I'm feeling sick, it don't matter what I feel. Like he gonna bring me out of that. He don't matter. He gonna bring me out of. He gonna find a way to make me laugh. And I feel like I feel like God put him. Like he's always been in my life, but I feel like God put him in my life in the sense that he is right now um, with our relationship because he felt like I needed that and. I'm grateful for that because if you can laugh every day, I feel like you should. Like if you can smile every day, do it because tomorrow's not promised. And I feel like that's the most important thing to find something positive or find something that makes you happy or laugh just once a day. So shout out to him. I personally, I don't have one individual person. I mean, that'd be wrong for me to just say one person. No, I wouldn't. I have to definitely uh, give the Lord and J- uh, Jesus uh, um, my um, my Savior. You know what I mean. The utmost high respect for uh, allowing me to wake up every day. Um, I would definitely say Jesus. I would definitely say my wife. Um, I know certain times, you know, even doing the podcast, it hasn't been no, easy. I'm doing the podcast <laughs> right now. Okay, I'm gonna come lay with you after I get done the show, okay? No. Okay. Okay, it is nighttime. We're doing the show a little late tonight. And my daughter, my daughter G and my daughter Harley, because uh they get pub show they get pub on the show right now. <laughs> they ain't playing no games about me being it being nighttime right now, but you know my children. Uh, you won. Um, really, man, I really thank you very much, man, because, uh, man, without you, bro, like, I don't know, man, where I would be right now as far as, like, creatively. You know, you bring a creative side out of me, man, that I know when we get a chance to do it, we're going to put that movie out. We're mm-hmm. going to put that, that short story out that the world is really going to love, you know what I mean? Like it just hasn't came out yet, but when we get to that point, I really know that we're going to do something really special, really important. So you, bro, like you really gave me a lot of inspiration to really be creative, to really like 
go outside of my box. And I thank you for that. Um, Tiana, I thank you because you really like, I, I, I told you like, it's like beyond like us being sisters, like we good friends, you know, we talk about everything. Um, my mom, my dad, you know, they, um, they're very instrumental in me being the person and the individual that I am. Um, my fraternity, uh, Gamma Iota, uh, Kappa Alpha Psi, you know, GI, you know, y'all, y'all really make me the man that I am today, man. My experiences at ASU, my experiences at Pensacola High, my experiences at Kramer Elementary, you know, all my good teachers that I had from the city of Camden and the town of Pensacola. I mean, I'm very thank you, thankful for those people because without them, I would be the person I am today. So um, I don't have it, a specific individual, but I definitely have thank yous for everyone. And um, I have thank yous for you all listening and viewing the show right now because y'all feedback has really allowed me to become uh, a better speaker, a better listener of things that I could do to make the show better. So. I don't have a specific individual, but man, like I thank everybody, man. Like I'm just very thankful for us to have this platform, be able to do this. It's just really cool, man. How about you, Juan? Go ahead, cuz. Uh, uh, my my crime partner, uh, my lover, my friend, my best friend. I've been with this person for eleven years. So that's 11 years of a p being a pain in the ass and a headache. But uh, Ashley, man, like just you fellas don't sleep on, you know, just the power of really uplifting your woman. And, uh, you know, she really shines a light on me. She, you know, keeps me like focused and, you know, just really being a backbone. You know what I'm saying? Like I wouldn't be I wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for her. You know what I'm saying? Like I wouldn't be the man who I am. You know, if it wasn't for her, just always just guiding me and uh, just, you know, uh, just always wanting me to just be better. And, you know, just trying to, you know, give it back to her every every chance I get, man. So I'm just, uh, you know, I'm just internally grateful for her and, you know, just got to always, always take, always put your woman first, man. And, you know, everything, everything just gets easier. You know what I'm saying? Everything gets easier. Life gets easier. And, uh, you know, I'm just humble. I'm just thankful to have such a beautiful, strong woman. And, you know, we push each other and we partner. So, you know, one person that just, you know, just been with me from the beginning. So, you know, that's my rock. Yes, sir. Well, with that being said, this has been your 20th and your final installment of the first season of a cool podcast. Um, as one of your hosts, uh, I love the fact that you guys have given us your time, um, everything that you want from the show. I hope that for season two, we can incorporate that. And everything that you guys do in your daily um, everything uh, basis uh, just know that you're not alone uh, know that it's someone else going through the same process it's someone going through this some somewhat of a similar journey and whatever you feel like you can do you can do just make it happen right. just follow That's the right. course follow the path and continue to believe in yourself because 
there's one thing in this world that can happen for you. You just got to believe it, write it down, put it in the affirmation and speak it in the truth. And not only speak it in the truth, but put the action in to go with. With that being said, this has been your final installment of a cool podcast. I'll see y'all in season two. Peace. Peace.